Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. We are continuing our series on the feasts of the Old Testament and finding Jesus in those Jewish feasts. For the past number of years, Canada, among many other nations, has been working on this emergency alert system. Um, You all, many of you have cell phones, and you have already experienced these emergency alerts, haven't you? There have been these moments where your phone just goes, Right? And there's this, sometimes it's a hurricane, sometimes it's something to do with the police, but everybody's phone in a certain area gets that alarm, that emergency alert. Now, before this, we had fire alarms, right? The fire alarm goes off, it's an emergency alert for that building, and what happens when you hear that alarm? What are you supposed to do? Get out of the building. Well, I. Some of you may remember this, but a few years ago in the U.S., they've they've had this emergency alert system going, and in Hawaii, they have that system that goes to everybody's phones um, that's on the island. And a few years ago, somebody was in the control center and accidentally sent out an alert to everybody on Hawaii saying that there was a ballistic missile coming to the island. This is, this is for real. And so for several minutes, everybody on the island thought that there was actually a nuke headed to the island. Um, and it was all because somebody leaned on the wrong thing and sent it out by accident. And these people thought they were going to die because of that mistake. That's what the alert is actually, that's what the alert is for though. Is, is it's supposed to be used in real life cases to prepare people for whatever is coming. And so we have this alert system now, and I believe people are more careful with it. But we have this alert system now so that if you are around a radio or TV or cell phone, when there is a major event happening, then you can get that alert and you can get prepared for whatever is coming next. Well, back in the Old Testament, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have fire alarms. They had horns and trumpets. And what they would do is they would use these horns and trumpets to blast this loud noise across the city, across the land, to make some sort of an announcement. It could have been an announcement of, the king is coming. It could be an announcement, war has been declared. It could be an announcement, the enemy is attacking. But when you heard the trumpet, you had to pay attention. And the Jews had a festival that was 
called the Feast of Trumpets. And in Numbers chapter 29, it says this, On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. As an aroma pleasing to the Lord, offer a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. Numbers goes on to give a few more details about the ceremony, but we know from Jewish history and Jewish culture that that festival of trumpets became something a little different for them. It became their New Year celebration. And it was leading up to the Day of Atonement. And they called this New Year Day the Day of Judgment. And actually, they would have, they had this whole ceremony where the, the trumpet would actually be blast a hundred times. And the festival would last ten days. And what they would do is on that first day, and they would hear these trumpets, is they would take that moment of reflection and realize that it is the day of judgment, and they would have to sit, and they would, it was supposed to be this moment of reflection to realize that they had sin in their lives, and they needed to do something about it. And so they would spend that first day realizing what's going on, and then they would spend the next 10 days examining their lives, and trying to correct their lives. And so they would examine their life and, and see the sins that they've committed over the past year. And they would, they would take the next 10 days leading up to the Day of Atonement to try to do enough good things to correct for the bad things they had done. Because they wanted their name to be written in God's book of life for the next year. And so we see these, these elements of the trumpets, the book of life, and we see this examination of sin and good all in this festival leading up to the Day of Atonement at the Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of the New Year, the Day of Judgment. Now I think if we all took the time to examine our lives, we would see a whole bunch of stuff. We would see how we have used greed over the past year to bring us some sort of comfort, security. We have leaned into indulgence and extravagance and excess because we deserve it. We have held on to anger and bitterness because it helps us feel like we're better than other people and we're in a safe place. We'd also see those moments where we have given generously to somebody, where we refused to give the one-fingered salute to somebody in the car next to us. We would see those moments where we have been genuinely, genuinely kind and patient with our kids. We'd see those moments 
where we were rude to somebody at the store. We'd see those moments where we actually put others before ourselves and let them have their way. And we'd see those moments where we allowed lust to build in our head and in our hearts a little too long. And I think if we were really being honest and we looked at our lives just even over the past year, we could probably make a list of the good things and the bad things and realize that the bad things are easier to come up with than the good things. And so with this festival, we would, we would probably be left in, in, in one of two spots. Some of you here would see those lists and go, oh, I've got to do better this year. I've got, to, I've got to do more good things. I've got 10 days. I've got 10 days to do enough good things to, to counteract all those bad things. I've got to start being more generous. I've got to start being more kind. I've got to be more sacrificial. I've got to be, say nice things. I've got to give compliments to people. I've got to let people go before me. I've got to do all these things to, to outweigh this so I can be in the book of life. And others of you would look at your lists and you would feel so defeated by it that you, you'd either just kind of ignore it and, and give up and feel, and feel really depressed or you, you kind of turn yourself numb to it and say, I'm not going to deal with that. Maybe that's not a big deal. There's no point in me trying. I'm just going to keep living my life and kind of push that stuff aside. One way or another, though, when we look at our lives like that, the sin side is always bigger than the good side. And in this Jewish festival of the trumpets, left as it is, as the Jews practiced it, there would always be more sin than good. Now is that, is that where we're supposed to be? Is that what this festival is all about? Is that all there is to it? Are, what, are we supposed to examine our lives and see the sin and in our lives and how we have hurt others and we have messed up our lives and we have wronged those around us and we have, we have helped make the world harder? Are we supposed to just live in that condemnation? Are we supposed to just accept that that is who we are? Is that, is that all we have? And are we doomed to judgment? Are we doomed to always have that sin in our lives? Well, many of you know that the answer to that is no. But it's because there's more to this festival than just the trumpets, more than just the judgment, more than just the examination. The examination is part of it, but the trumpets do not just declare a warning, judgment is coming, but it declares something else. In Revelation chapter 11, it says this, it says, the seventh angel sounded his trumpet 
And there were loud voices in heaven which said, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of our Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and the people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and within his temple was, the, was seen the ark of his covenant. And there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a severe hailstorm. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. The trumpets, the trumpets of the Old Testament, of that celebration, were not looking forward to just judgment. They were looking forward to the coming of Christ. They were looking forward to when Christ would return. And yes, there would be judgment, but it would be Christ's judgment. It would be Christ bringing his kingdom to earth. It would not just the day of judgment, but the king is coming home. The trumpets were a warning and a celebration. And when we go back to the book of Revelation, in Revelation 20 and 21, Revelation 20, verse 15, it says this, anyone whose name was not found in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. And 21-27 says, nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. John. John chapter 5, 22-29 it says this, John records Jesus speaking. Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all in judgments to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Very truly, I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear him will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. 
And he has given him authority to judge because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live, and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. Jesus is making it very clear to his people. The trumpet sounds and judgment is coming. And there are two options. There are two ways that you can take this. It will either be judgment and condemnation. Or it will be a celebration of life because the king is coming back. The feast of trumpets is not just about doing good things and doing bad things and finding your place in that and trying to find some kind of equilibrium. And that will determine your destination. No, the feast of trumpets is looking forward, is looking forward the return of the king, the return of Christ. And those who follow him will receive eternal life. And those who have rejected him will be condemned to hell. This is not about outweighing the good and the bad. This is about Christ. If you are a citizen of heaven, if you call Jesus the king and that makes you a citizen of heaven, then at the trumpet call, you go to be in his kingdom. And if you refuse to call him king, you refuse to be his citizen and you are cast out of the kingdom. The Feast of Trumpets points to Christ and declares judgment is coming and now is the time to prepare for it. Judgment is coming and now is the time to prepare for it. And the reality is that if we ignore Jesus, we will remain in our sin. Our sins will always outweigh the good things we do. We will be judged. Our name will not be in the book of life. And I'm pausing because I do not like saying this. And if you refuse Jesus and your name is not in the book of life, your destination is hell. You don't hear me say that a whole lot because I don't like it. But this is not my world, it is God's. And he has declared there will be a judgment. The counter to that statement, though, is that this 
world is God's and he has made a way that that does not have to be anyone's destiny. He sent Christ to die on the cross and then be risen from the grave to redirect our path, to give us a new destination, a new destiny, to say you're Your life was headed to death and was headed to hell and I have hijacked that entire process. And now if you follow me, then you will have the life. You will follow my path. You will die and then you will rise to life. And that is available to you if you believe, if you trust, if you put your faith in me. If you follow me, if you love me, if you want to be with me, if you call me your king, you will be one of my children, you will be a citizen of heaven. And that is what the trumpet call will signify for you. And you can't earn it. It's not looking at your sins and figuring out your sins and then, and then doing enough good things to outweigh that. You can't do that. You can't earn this. There's no way for you to do enough good to outweigh your sins. And, and the reality is you don't have to. That was never the goal. That was never the process. That was never the point of this. Christ came and said, you cannot do this on your own. And I have made a way that you don't have to do it on your own. I have done everything necessary. I have already corrected the process. I have already redirected things for you. And it doesn't matter how dark it's been, how long your list is, how heavy it is, or what other people think about you or your list or their judgment of you. That does not matter. They are not the ones that get to determine your destiny. I'm the one that gets to determine your destiny. And I have determined that if you call on my name and you call me king, you're mine. And there is forgiveness for you. And there is no judgment. There is life. But the reality is, nobody knows what tomorrow brings. Nobody knows what happens in the next hour. You hear those trumpets. Judgment is coming. And now is the time to prepare for it. Some of you are in this room and you follow Christ. And you've given Him your heart. You've given Him your mind. You've given Him your life. But you've been holding something back. Now is the time to give everything over to him. To let him be the king of every part of your life. To let him transform, surrender all, all, the, all the parts, all the submit to him about where you're going in life, who, who you're going to be around. Just give him your marriage. Give him your, your job. Give him your, your education. Give him your finances. Give him your house. Give him your car. Give him your entertainment. Give him 
the, the people that you hang around, give him your work, give him everything, and you surrender all that over to him because judgment is coming, and now is the time to prepare for it. Some of you are here and and you're in a good spot and you've really surrendered to Christ and you have really given that to him. But you are surrounded by people that have not surrendered to him, that do not know him, and you cannot determine how long they have on this earth. And their judgment is coming. And now is the time to prepare for it. And we need to be speaking into their lives and sharing them. Sharing our faith with them and giving them hope and giving them open doors and sharing forgiveness and giving them the word of God. And there are some of you here today who have not made that decision yet to follow Christ. You have not made that decision to surrender to him and say to him, God, I got, I got this list, I got this long list of sins and I cannot deal with it and I need you to forgive my sins because I cannot make up for them. And I need the forgiveness of Christ. And I need him in my life. And I need to be a citizen of his kingdom. Judgment is coming. The alarm bell, the fire alarm bell is ringing. The trumpets are sounding. The emergency alert is going off on your phone. Judgment is coming. And now is the time to prepare for it. The reality is that once that alarm bell starts ringing and Christ is returning, it's too late. They had this festival to remind them, to remind them to get ready now before it's too late. And so if you're here this morning and you have not determined to surrender your life to Christ, to accept his forgiveness, to follow him, now is the time to do it. And he will forgive you. And he will tell you how much he loves you, how much you're worth to him, how he's got so much good planned for you. And you don't need to carry that guilt and you don't need to carry that shame and you don't need to carry any of that sin anymore. And you can be free of it. And you can have a new life that starts now and he will give you the promise of eternity. But now, this is the time to prepare. 
Judgment is coming. Christ is returning. And now is the time to prepare for it. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Thank you.